I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. <laughs> and this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With Jen on the ether. Hello. Hi. How are you all today? Sound I hear birds? Don't sound very well. They sound unwell. I'm so sorry. Oh, and we have a cat here too, Hello, who's decided cat. to join. She heard birds. Hi, Daisy. Staring at me. Oh. This is this is our podcast kitty cat. Her name is Daisy. You can't hear her, but we can see her. She's very distracting. Guys, we're talking about rap. We're talking about rap. <laughs> Season three, episode two. That scared Daisy. Season 3, episode 12. It aired January 8th, 1997. Boy, I love the month of January. It's my favorite (laughs) month. (laughs) So, Alan, so uh, in case you guys didn't notice, because I didn't really announce it in the last one, like the reason we kind of been going out of order is because, A, why should our 50th episode not have Joe Fury on it, number one? Has to. And B, why not go out of order? It's fine. Who cares? So we've gone backwards in time. So this is the episode between... Uh, the one episode and the other one. <laughs> yes. So, uh, tweet angry tweets at uh, Jay Klom mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. if you do not like us going out of order. That will happen. That mm. will absolutely happen. <laughs> it's okay. It's not. This is not the. Tavy, you hear that? <laughs> Tavy, you were at Jay Klom. Mm-hmm, I don't think she's a big fascist about it. I That's think true. No, but Tavy, at Jay Klom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, this is a very fun episode. And uh, since you guys just heard our previous revisit, of Led Zeppelin box set, you will know that Lawrence Adisa was supposed to possibly be in this episode. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe as a yeah, we were we were we were we were trying to figure out if he was supposed to play a possible replacement rapper for Chuck D if they didn't have Chuck D or or which is kind of odd because you think about all the weird. rappers, you would have thought they could have yeah. found another guy, but it for been, sure. We we think though he could have just possibly been part of a, a Chuck D's posse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which just didn't happen. But like you know, you think if you're gonna bring somebody on, like that's like there's like you know there's like an extra level of like oh look how important he is. If people He's don't got people know who Chuck D is, you know, at all times. I'll bet a lot of the white people watching that show didn't know who Chuck D was. I didn't because I was me. Here's the deal. I think yes. when I back that time, mm-hmm. I was also what like junior high, but it mm-hmm. was. Uh, uh, I knew I've heard the name Chuck D. Sure, and I think I knew he was aware he was a rapper. I just wasn't aware of what he rapped. What he rapped? <laughs> I didn't know what he looked like. How um, big he was? Like, like right? Did he like know Flavor Flav? Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if you're if you're white and in certain parts of the country, your exposure to rap is usually the worst rap that mm. you're exposed to, or like the most popular. Like everybody knows. Everybody will always have known Will Smith. Will Smith will always have been approachable. That's yeah, why he was successful. It's a different kind of rap. Him, Chuck though. D was bigger on in on a rap level, but if you're <sighs> me, you don't know who was big in rap. Also, Chuck D didn't have his own sitcom that right. either, that's so that right. probably who's, who's this two pack? Like, I just had no knowledge of this stuff. So, uh, I guess so. The first three minutes, this was us establishing that we're white gentlemen. Is that is that what's happened? What? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. Nobody when did had any this idea. happen? You were what? establishing, apparently. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm the racist, apparently. So I'm the racist now. That's fine. Angry tweets at Jake Lum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this episode <laughs> does not start with rap, however. It does start no. with Lisa on the phone. Uh, yeah, uh, and trying to turn down someone on the phone mm-hmm. very politely. Yeah, we don't know what's happening. And no. then Beth. Beth with, the, comes in with, with her a, homemade megaphone. With a homemade megaphone made out of, <laughs> I guess, a magazine or something. Maybe uh, a combination of magazines and newspaper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> Attention, Lisa. It is time for a staff meeting. Beth, I'm on the phone. Yes, but I am on the megaphone. <laughs> megaphone wins. <laughs> she's amazing. She's also, so good. Every I'll, time she has to do something goofy as Beth, she's just super amazing. If she's like in control of the scene, it's yeah. just, I can't stop watching her. Agreed. She's one of the I don't people, want to. Yeah, when she's very obnoxious like that, it's still very adorable. Of like, course it is. <laughs> of course. It's like she can be she's, like... She's a comp commanding performer yes yeah like that's as loud as bill might ever get but it's done in a way that's just like but it's beth 
Like you, I can't very forgiving of tell if her voice was so loud Mm -hmm. that it was moving the end of the megaphone paper that she had made. It was vibrating because it looked like it was moving like a mouth almost. I don't know if it was her loud, loud voice or if it was her just slightly squeezing the paper just a little bit so that it moved kind of like a mouth was talking at the end. Whatever it was, it convinced me that her homemade (laughs) megaphone was actually working very well. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. It, It seems pretty obvious. Oh my God! Uh, when she kept trying to put, when Lisa kept trying to push Beth away, though, and Beth was like, finally, just asked, "Are you pregnant?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we have a running gag of everybody asking Lisa if oh she's pregnant. <laughs> so stupid! I just love that. That happens like, to people way too often. To women mostly. I hope that's changing. <laughs> this was the nineties. Jason, are you pregnant? <laughs> no. Okay. You sure? No. I'm sure. Uh, and then. Finally, when she ducks under the desk because everybody's trying to crowd around her, mm-hmm. Matthew, of all people, has to be the one to go underneath and do a weird touch. I'm not of sure so, what it was. Some kind. Not weird to him. Not or weird to him, him, and it him, probably I'm didn't sure. mean anything. Uh-huh. I just found it weird because the, the story about Andy Dick coming out, not, that was like shocking, Like just uh-huh. happened like last week, and mm-hmm. we see this episode, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I feel like the rumors of hit rumors. I feel like the stories about him have been out. They've long been out enough, way longer, but for sure. Like now, it's starting to actually affect his career more. Like it didn't previously, I mean, which is weird. Yeah. I, uh, uh, well, uh. I think the reason his career was affected more previously was the drug use and him being impossible yeah. to work with. Yeah. And now it's just like, well, I guess we have to acknowledge these other things that are happening, and he's part of it. <laughs> uh, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she, he, but God, it's I, anytime anybody does something like that, like clearly like she, like she, she jumps she smacks her and smacks head her on head the on the underside of the desk. It's oh, so, so loud funny. and upsetting. Uh, it's so, so sad. Um, and scary, but yeah, that's, that's it. That's the weird ending. Uh, the physical thing is not Matthew's for the cold oh. open. It's, it's more just like, geez, Matthew. Yeah. Is. I did. I do love yeah. that though. Everybody like clears away after that happens. And then mm-hmm. it just doesn't look like it's, it's just, like you it's went too all far. All Matthew. You and went too Matthew far. Was and they had the straight woman, uh, uh, be the Matthew mm-hmm. from the beginning instead of Matthew. Because right. Of that's Matthew. very, that's, that's a good point. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny. It's like, all the time. It's and just she's so never, well, almost never. That whole scene. is like weirdly, I don't want to use this word, but assaultive, because he's like just yeah. staring at her the whole time, and then everybody they in the office are, gathers around the desk. They're all creepy as hell, <laughs> really and creepers. asking her if she's pregnant, I know. like in a row, just like, yeah. like, and she's already thinking about her body and how everybody's <laughs> looking at her body instead but... of her reporting, and then like, <laughs> so she's all like under a super magnifying glass, and and well, like... based on her looks, and just like. And and then also inside her body apparently, uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. just like the creepiest crap that all of them could do, and they're uh-huh. all doing it at once, and it's terrible. Well, the, the Matthew stare from his desk was one of the oh. creepiest thing. You know, he means nothing by it, but he's mm-hmm. just like wants to know what's going on, but yep. his face is just coming across him as like, uh. mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what he that's was thinking. Exactly what he was thinking. They're all creepy. And then we skip to the credits, which I feel like, hey, guys, let's talk about this. We never talk about the credits enough. I swear, like, <clears throat> our favorite palette. Our, this episode, our favorite cabs, uh, number 8850 and number 113. Everybody, we're all fans of 8850 and 113. Mm-hmm. And I always appreciate sans serif font. Exactly right. Thank you, Alan. We you don't bring up the font it. enough no. of the show. No, you can't have sand. You can't have Sarah font for a radio. <laughs> Come on, show. Come on. Like, what? What is this? This is not Bush League. This is not Bush <laughs> League. And we don't have any of those blue cabs. They're all yellow. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. None yeah. of the weird blue cabs. Yeah. We got all our New York City. There was one out. blue cab. I swear to God. <gasps> I, now, if these are real cabs, I need. We need to find the driver. So, if the drivers are out there listening to this podcast, um, we want. <laughs> I'm we sure really they were. They were the aware they were being filmed. <laughs> number eighty-eight fifty and number one one three. We just really want to have you on the show. We want to talk about like what were you thinking as you were driving down the street as they're shooting the credits for the seminal sitcom. And whoever designed that 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 old nineteen fifties mic that you yep. see at the the top, mm-hmm. please yep. please come yes, on, please. just give us a call. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't imagine that because I've almost had epic interviews like that. It's like, what the fuck do you want me here for? People wrote articles. What is the in weird the thing? Are you newspaper talking? that they use over and over? Huh? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to talk to those people. That's my mental problem. The, the makers of that <laughs> coffee machine. Yeah, and... I would. If somebody said, What's... if somebody no. heard our podcast and said, "Hey, I made a coffee machine that was used on that show, and I'm a fan of that show," oh, because I would of it, totally, a hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> yeah, all they have to do is be a fan of news radio and if they're not 
then it would also be really funny to hear how confused they are that we want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. That's my MO. I don't care how confused you are. I'm just, I'm a weird person when it comes to interviews. So. When it comes to interviews. Shush. Lisa's getting advice from Jimmy when we come back. <laughs> After, I mean, again, uh, she probably, maybe she just got off of cab number 8850. Oh, we God. I. <laughs> By the way, uh, this is actually, I didn't realize this until after we saw it again, but uh, it has some of my favorite Jimmy James moments in this mm-hmm. entire um, episode. Yes. Really? You can, with his, this is one of my, it's not there yet, but when he gets to the rant and just gets uh-huh. pissed, it's one of my favorite things. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you can tell me, did you Uncle Jimmy? I love this so much. <laughs> I can't do it. But <laughs> hey, oh, I just love it. She's what? And then she just gives up. After okay. I feel like he's used that voice like later in future parts, but I feel like it yes. was uh-huh. uh, born here. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> right? He sounded like so. he sounded yeah, like. So you how, I'm kind of surprised because it's like I feel like the. A lot later, mm-hmm. I feel like. I feel like uh, uh, he did it in Oh Brother, We're Out, that that small part. It was like that kind of <laughs> same kind of voice. That, that you right. did, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I Uncle love Jimmy. his part in that movie I love that she, so much. I love that she's like, plays his game just to get him to stop. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Jimmy. And then Dave's like, Uncle Jimmy? What are you? Where does that freaking come from? Uh, uh, and then Jimmy announces to the office what's actually happened because she doesn't want to be. Uh, she's cutest. she's been voted cutest reporter in New York, uh, which is really the most demeaning. It, it you is. know like, what? It really is. It's not like, legit. oh hey, uh, we'd like to award you for all the amazing reporting you're doing. Just uh-huh. like, hey, uh, you're cute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's oh, uh, a lady reporter. That's adorable. Oh, <laughs> keep doing what you do, like sweetheart. That, yeah, that actually seems like way more demeaning than. Sexiest uh, man or sexiest yeah. woman alive because yeah, at least right? there's like a reason. Like this person's their personality is like powerful and mm-hmm. just like, yeah, right. But, <laughs> hey, but we're all excited about Blake. But it was Shelton, the nineties. Right? Oh. <laughs> everybody's excited about. But, I don't understand why everybody's so freaked out. He's just no, a normal fine. looking dude. <laughs> I just like he's. I understand. Johnny Depp's been named sexiest man alive, and I think we would all go and take that back now, right? Because he's a creep. <laughs> Well, yeah. Right? Am I wrong? Uh, well, Blake, Blake Sheldon's going to be on next week's episode. personality oh, is, is what I have a problem sure. with. I so. didn't know Blake Shelton was a news radio fan. I also, you got to tell me these things, Alan, when you're scheduling people for the show. That was pretty obvious mm. with all those little subtle things he does. You know, he's probably coming on because I'm good friends with his wife, Gwen Stefani, from uh, when I was an extra on The Aviator. Mm. She was on the set that day. Uh, and when I was hanging out with Gwen, Gwen had so many good stories. First of all, she had is on t shirt. Like your acting t shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had on a yellow t shirt and it said 8850. And I'm like, oh, another news radio fan. She's a big fan of Cab 8850. We all are. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're a Cab 113 guy, that's fine, but I mean, we're all right, all in this room. We're all eighty-eight fifty people, right? The Cassie, Cassie. Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, hey, cabby, hey, cabby. That's all I got. I think on that horrible joke, it's time for a break. My horrible joke, not yours. Mine, mine. mine. I'm, my, say, I'm taking credit for both of these. Time my horrible break. joke. Angry tweets at Jay Clum. God damn it. <laughs> Alan. Jason. It's winter time. So cold. You know what good was go good with something cold? <laughs> do you want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, Alan. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, as you can maybe tell, I've had a lot of caffeine, but this coffee is missing something. I feel like we it could needs, both use something. It needs CVT soft serve ice cream. That's a really good point, Alan. They've got two trucks. We've got two trucks here in Los Angeles. They've also got chocolate ice cream. They've got vanilla they ice have cream. Twist ice cream. They've got sprinkles. They've got sea salt. And like we said, they have ice cream in the coffee. Yum 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 yum. You might call sprinkles Jimmy's. If you do, unsubscribe to our podcast. That's I'm kidding. I just wanted to sound like I'm vehemently opposed. They're called Uncle Jimmy's. Un- un- I'm sorry. Uncle you're right. They have Uncle Jimmy's. God, that's really good. Why didn't I think of that? That's why. That's why you're on the show to fix it. Thank you. CVT Soft Serve. At Say CVT hi to Joe. CVT Soft Serve, wherever you can go. CVTSoftServe.com. Bye. Oh, my, we're back. Hello. Hello. Talking about Matt About You. Oh, nope. Alan, that's the wrong I mean, News Radio. That's Matt. That's our that's our other show, that's Matt About Pod. I don't know. <laughs> that's the worst. That's pod the worst About You. Pod title. About You would pod be better. You. Pod About better. You would be better. Pod Matt Riser. About pod. Pod Riser. Pod Riser. <laughs> 
That'd be great. All the Paul Reiser wow. shows. We can do My Two Dads. We can do that. <laughs> Actually, I would totally do My would brother do my two dads. would my be involved pods? in a podcast right. about My Two Dads. Oh, My Two Pods. You're right. Damn it. There's too many things going on here. Guys, and, vote on what you like to hear us talk about on another podcast. And you can listen to the Wings podcast my brother's doing. <laughs> Please. I bet he would like to do it anyway. <laughs> he, should. he should absolutely do that show. I will distribute it immediately. It's uh, called Wing so, Pods. We're in Bill's car. <laughs> I can't tell. Is it? It's not By the Miata, way, is it? It's a convertible. Yeah, it might be. I don't yeah, know. I was trying to figure that out. I don't know my well, cars. I didn't. Look, well, you don't really see a wide shot of it. No, you just you see don't. it in the car. I mm-hmm. bet it is a Miata. I mean, it's curvy. Brakes, I'm sure. The Miatas were. Here's here's the deal, though. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll say it again. Why does Bill keep hiring Joe to do this stuff? Yeah. Why don't you mess did... with knobs before you pay somebody $100 for anything? And also, have you never worked a stereo before that you can't <laughs> tell that it's just a bunch of bass coming out? <laughs> well, he's unfamiliar <laughs> with this music that's moved his soul. So. And, and Joe, um, you, you can pay extra for Joe's. He doesn't Joe's... know there's words somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh, right. It's just a bunch of beats and... He Whatever. likes. I mean, I can tell this. You can he, tell there's humans saying something. Sure, sure. He, how does anyone look? He Bill could... loves rap music. Okay, mm-hmm. the wild rhythms, the pulsating bass lines. <laughs> this stuff speaks to him in places I didn't even know he had ears. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, perhaps my friend, Mister Franklin. Yeah, Mister Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. <laughs> Your trouble is down. And again, Naked, has the he words. never worked any stereo no. at all at no. any point? Is it? Even when I was five, I think he I knew. He's on to... the radio. How does he not? I know. <laughs> there are more complicated dials know. on his board. But he doesn't he work has the somebody dials. else. Does he, that's what I think. Yet. Like him but having Joe in front of him too. Like I saw sure. the board, um, which I noticed something later mm-hmm. uh, on. And yeah. there, there are controls there. I think one of the reasons he hires Joe th- for things is to have a subordinate. I think he likes to feel like he has subordinates. But he also likes However, being it's for around the people that ever. scare him a little, like his brother maybe? Like, Sure. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, because Joe, Joe's a pretty scary dude. But uh, yeah, turn just turn the treble down. Uh, the tre- treble was turned down. Now you can hear the words. There are words? He's just so excited. <laughs> It's so exciting. So I decided oh, and he's going to regret it soon. Um, I just... Also, did you hear what the, the music sounded no. like without the words? Or no. Just... I wasn't paying attention. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are you being sarcastic? No, I'm not. You're, I'm not. you're looking you're at me cat. just like, I'm no, obviously. I'm cracked out on caffeine right no, now. No, it was just it was just all you'd hear is like the boom, boom, boom. It's just mm-hmm. like, what, what, how, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, why is that? It's true. I Although. Think, yes. Although uh, when we first got our licenses, I had a uh, one of my one of my best friends uh, growing up, uh, Joel. He had a he always had like a subwoofer in his car because mm-hmm. he always loved the bass. Like everybody was big about the, the bass, but um, they were all about it. But he listened like Third Eye Blind. You don't need bass no for trouble. that. Just... <laughs> really? His like his brother in law. Like play Third Eye Blinds. Uh, how's it gonna be with like, with like a, a woofer in his car? And he was like, "Yeah." From that moment on, when I heard that, he's like, "I, I, I had to, I had to have a subwoofer in my car, and I had to play. <laughs> I was had to have. How's it gonna be? What the fuck? There somewhere? <laughs> yeah. They're not. I don't. I can't think of a, a baseline in any of their music that would ever stand out. It's not. It's pretty like he, that guy's got a whiny voice. Well, maybe, maybe that's why, because the the, uh, the 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 bass probably took some of that whininess out, it took it down just a little bit. I, I don't know. Hi guys. Interrupting yourselves this time. This is the stupidest show on the planet. There's no dumber show than this podcast. You know that, right? 
Man walks down the street says, Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle now? Now that my life is so hard. Who'll be my Who'll be done here? Who'll be my role model? Now that my role model is So Beth confronts Lisa. I've been around, around. There were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. Anyway, so Chevy Chase is in a chair. If you be my bodyguard, or Paul Simon's in the chair. Chevy Chase comes in with like a trombone or something, or a trumpet. What does he come in? It was with? a trumpet. Okay, so we're agreed that. So if we can ever get an editor from the show, we'll do an entire episode on the credits. Like that's happening. We're going to do an episode on the credits. If we can get an editor from the show, and then if we can get Paul Simon or Chevy Chase, we'll do episode about. Hey, can Call we me just out. do? Can we do a? Can we do a five season podcast just about that music video? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, guys. We watched it again. Um. We're just going to talk about Chevy Chase's shoes on this one. <laughs> I'm here to talk about the colors today. The colors in the music video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have no rights to play the actual song, nope. so have fun with that. Uh, anyway, Beth uh, yep. <laughs> is jealous of Lisa. She's checking named. her out. Like She's trying to figure out, like why Why do people think you're cute? Like you could, That's the look on her face. Although, just, yes. I, uh, two things. One, number one, Beth couldn't win this award anyway because she's not a reporter. That's true. Right. Hey. Uh, which is, brings up more questions as to mm-hmm. why she was allowed in that photo shoot if she's not a reporter. <laughs> That's a good point. Because uh, they wanted, like, like skin on camera. That's true. That is true. From a, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beth brings up a couple good points. Sure. Though, when she says, uh, you're pretty, not, not cute. Uh, not, I mean, no, actually, Lisa is cute. But she said, uh, uh, pretty means pretty, but cute means pretty. Wait, pretty means pretty, uh-huh. but cute means pretty, but short or hyperactive like me. Like me. Beautiful apparently means pretty and tall. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous means pretty with great hair. <laughs> Striking means pretty with a big nose. This is where it goes off the rails. Uh-huh. No longer, right? Voluptuous is pretty and fat. Uh-huh. Sexy is pretty and easy. Uh-huh. Exotic is ugly, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid. Unless you truly have cuteness. Like me. Like, she just does this crazy thing. Uh, I will admit, this is a weird thing. She's got crazy eyes when she says, like, me. If I ever notice a pretty person with a big nose, I do legit think about this scene every time. Do you really? Yes. I'm like, in my head, it's become a thing because it's just, I remember hearing it so many times. I've seen the episode and heard it so many damn times. It just does stick in your head. (laughs) Uh, It's very weird. Um, But then Catherine walks in and says, well, what am I? Sexy. Oh, thank you. Bird. She has no idea. I love that she missed half of it. It was uh, so so good. Uh, <laughs> Bill Burson uh, 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 <laughs> with the actual rap lyrics being disgusted about life ain't nothing but gritches and money. Only they don't say gritches. <laughs> He's a certain a word, certain word <laughs> that rhymes with it and starts with a B. I quoted that once to my sister, and she's like, "I know they don't say gritches." I'm like, "No, no, that's 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 from you weren't paying attention." Uh, she like she thought I was saying it. She thought I was toning down the line. It was a very weird instance where it, it came true. I don't know. It was a very strange moment. The, you know, as we, mm-hmm. I know that uh, Bill's saying that they'll basically set up Matthew to say. Britches. <laughs> I could have definitely have seen this go the other way, though, where after Bill said, yeah, they say a certain word that rhymes with it and starts with a B. And then he would have paused for a second and just be like, of course, I'm talking about bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I could also see him could doing totally that. see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Britches. Well, why do you think it's called rap? Well, because of the rhythm. <laughs> rap, rap, rapity tap. <laughs> that is something I say that a is, lot. Yeah, rap, rap, rapity. I don't even... Reference it like in that way. I will just mm-hmm. say that mm-hmm. in, in generally. Oh, rap, rap, rapidly tap. <laughs> <laughs> use a, a, another word. What word? The N word. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yes, Catherine. So good. In this. Really funny. Uh, <laughs> nerd. Nerd. <laughs> I love how she teaches Matthew that it's nincompoop and that he is not allowed to say that word. But he keeps trying. And then she naked. She, she makes him flinch later when he says it and repeats uh-huh. it back just to make sure that that's the word he can't say. And <laughs> she's it, like she like she's like she's like I will beat you for saying nincompoop. Mm-hmm. She still smacked him on the way out. Yeah, the door, she does. Though, yeah. I... <laughs> I'll give it to you this time. She's like, and then he says it on the nincompoop. <laughs> <laughs> he backs up, and then that's when she hits him. It's so dumb. Yeah. 
Uh, we also find out that uh, Bill knows that porn mags have classifieds in the back. Uh, that's uh, he, he ah! believes that's where they should sell rap music because it's so. So, so he's filthy. complaining about par- parts of it that uh-huh. objectify women. Mm-hmm. Yet he's reading porn. Looking mags. at porn mags, of course. And I, the classified. Didn't he have the lyrics in the I liner notes? By the way, like he could have. He could have. He was probably wondering what the, he probably thought it was just. Uh, poetry that was added <laughs> on for an extra if you bought the album. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I also I don't know. It's a weird how he confirmed it. I I I would need to replay it, but I, I made a note of it just when Beth says porn magazines have classifieds on the back. Bill is just going yes, like he, just <laughs> how he tell? says it. It's just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's too confident, and then yeah. he kind of backs off of it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm told. It's like I just said that in front of everyone. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> alrighty. Beth's showing nudie pictures of herself with a bag over her head. Check it out. <laughs> Sorry, it's one of my favorite deliveries of all time. Oh. <laughs> I'd give her five, six thousand. Um, and then we go to the bathroom. We've never been to the ladies' bathroom, I don't think, which it is looks clearly exactly the same like as the, the men's. The dudes, but yeah. Actually, you know what? I really. Uh, it didn't even click with me. They were in the ladies' room. I uh, w- when they went in there, I just kind of assumed there was just one bathroom for everyone. You're right. Now that yeah. I think about it, and they're yeah. they're identical. They're they are identical. And they did. I noticed this thing in terms of shooting that was complex that I've never seen on a sitcom the, before. The, mirror, the but... double mirror. Like there's clearly a mirror in front of them that we can't see, and they're shooting around it, and it's only reflecting their backs. Which... Uh, the part of me was like, is it green screen almost? Wouldn't I know, it? right? Yeah. yeah, it's very weird. And it serves only one purpose, and that is literally to show Catherine's butt when she lifts up her, her, her jacket at one point. You can see her butt for a split second, and I don't know if that was the point, but that's the only part, because I don't know why you would have a double mirror in a bathroom Well, anyway. I mean, they're talking about, and I, yeah, I don't know if the set design was like, yeah, you know what, let's do this, like, but um, yeah, there's the theme of objectification in this, and just, I know, it is like, pretty putting deep. all it's the women on, on, like, like display well, i mean especially lisa sure um but they're all under a magnifying glass a bit they're putting themselves under it mm-hmm. they're judging themselves over it and, that's a good point and they're definitely judging her because she got awarded for it even though it's just upsetting that that was the award that she got mm-hmm. and they're all oh, man it's <laughs> just they're just showing like uh, the the toxic um, like uh, sorry I got distracted by a cat um, uh, superficial side of what women uh, face from parts of society sometimes mm-hmm. and, and just having that mirror uh, show like we see the fronts of them up close sure. from the camera and then just seeing all around them is like kind of adds to that a little bit I like that it's a, they like take a few moments to, to acknowledge she's like every time I get a promotion they think it's because of you know because you're black no because <laughs> of these and this well this and that and those <laughs> the whole time well the, the the that isn't too shabby what I mean my ass oh right then there's the I dumbest love, joke the oh I love it though the, 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 joke. The, which is, we shouldn't we shouldn't turn on each other Listen, is this what you're yeah. just because we're talking about these and those and this and that doesn't mean you're turning me on. No, I mean turning, turn, turning, turn, turning, turning on, not turning on. <laughs> it makes me think that if if there's ever an opportunity to replace sure. Woody Allen and make a movie of somebody who could be a, like a nebbish woman, which never happens, she would be great. The Wouldn't more she be, tyranny, delivery? The, the, I love it whenever they. Well, they do it a lot, obviously, because she's great at it. But whenever they put her in those situations where she just comes off really awkward uh-huh. and trying to backtrack uh-huh. on what she said, even though she didn't necessarily say anything wrong, mm-hmm. oh, she's so good at it. Yeah, underrated. Laura Tierney, come on the show. Yeah, please, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> God, that would be too. Uh, I wouldn't even know what to say. I my questions would just be blah blah. Don't you? Uh, you're my don't worry, we'll show. talk about Mooseport. The... She's great. She <laughs> welcome to Mooseport. She oh was welcome. She was. Ray Romano's wife. Well, now I yeah. need to see it because she's in it. I will literally watch it she's now really because she's, she's actually really good in everything. I but, oddly yeah. call the cat Mooseport I, on occasion. I'm not joking, and I didn't know she was in it. I love, I love it when they give her like uh, they don't do it very often on news radio because they need like you know a straight woman or a straight man in scenes, and she's beautiful at doing it. But she's also when they actually give her something goofy to do, mm-hmm. so good. 
Well, I mean, just... playing awkward is not easy to do right. Oh, good. So yeah, both. She, she does both. She like is a one. Champ. Yeah, she could do both sides of the coin. Whereas when you think about, it, I don't think Andy Dick could ever do straight man. I just no. Can't, I can't see it. Ka- He's great Catherine, at what he does. Catherine but... too. Yeah. She's she's usually a straight woman, but oh, she could do both both oh, sides man. of the coin for her too. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so good. Um, I just lost where we were in in my notes. Uh, we are. <laughs> Oh, Bill is in Dave's office now. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, he quotes Sir Mix a lot. Like, one of the most well known songs. Like, well, how have you not uh-huh. rap song? Like, how have you not heard this one before? Mm-hmm. I, listen to this. <laughs> I don't want none unless you got buns, hun. I love Dave's response. So, I understand, Bill, but I'm a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of that song, Baby Got Back. It's like is he's so 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 far behind. Well, listen, Dave. Listen, Bill. I have an idea. Uh, if if <laughs> why don't you take a time machine, go back to 1988, and you might be one of the first reporters to report on rap music. You like that, wouldn't you? It's, it's almost, too hot. You don't want to burn your fingers. He's right. almost ten years behind. I know. Somebody's got right, to Bill. open American eyes on this. Like, just promise me you'll stay away from the Lombata. <laughs> that forbidden dance is a powder keg ready to blow. I promise you nothing. <laughs> This music is quintessentially American music Uh to like uh, Uh open American eyes to this. Uh What the hell? I I just love it when Bill just goes on that defense of that quiet intensity. He's like, you'd like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) You'd like it if I went back in time. You don't want to burn your fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do that. He's just not listening. Like it was an option. He's not listening. No. But. At all. I think the parental advisory stuff was like around 1990 when Tipper Gore introduced that stuff. Yeah, too. So thank you, Tipper. Yeah, thanks, was it? Tip. Was it that early? It was very early. It, it was, was from, early and it was from a sure. Prince. It was from Wasn't the Prince it? album. Was it really? She was her daughter bought. Uh, it might have been Purple Rain, actually. Her daughter bought Purple Rain. Okay. And she heard some of the lyrics in it. I don't think there was any swear words or anything, but right. just like how offensive, like because he was talking about having wanted to have make love, have sex with this girl, sure, woman, sure, and. Uh, that was the whole album that she was like, oh, my goodness, this is what they're singing on the album. Thanks a lot, Gores. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, why don't you do a... Con- why don't you do a- Wait, what the hell was this movie? <laughs> Wait, what, what the hell is this movie? Uh, Inconvenient Truth. Inconvenient Truth. Why don't you do it on that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't I... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, not not turn, turning, you know, turning. To, okay, she probably helped them sell more albums, right? I mean, I'm sure people have made that argument that at some point that parental advisory sticker probably sold a ton of albums. To be honest, in junior high, that's what sold it to on me all the time. See, I was like, if I, I saw that 100%. was on, they're like, ooh, <laughs> right? Ooh. Yeah, how I got Nine Inch Nails downward spiral. <laughs> some people for sure. I think uh, that is definitely the case. Now, I never bought any albums with that on it, but that was just because I didn't care about anything that happened to have that although maybe some comedy albums i had had well you should have got nine inch nails downward spiral <laughs> is that the one with i want to f you like yes an animal? Mm, i don't know that's inappropriate alan uh although after hearing the word alpaca before that and i wanted sure. to get the original album i actually thought he said i want to you like an animal like, i didn't know that he actually said it and i got like oh my goodness he said the swear word anyway that's <laughs> phenomenal i really hope on weird al's next tour he just opens it up and just starts swearing like he's just a crazy person like he just gets something happens something snaps and weird long weird as he brings brain. back the glasses and mustache yeah exactly right um i love this like part of jimmy's arc in this whole episode oh, where has one of my whoever says things. advertising is inherently deceptive i'm sorry what <laughs> and then that just that severe intensity just gets him on this whole kick what is the Constitution of the United States? Oh my God, I love this so much. <laughs> it's an advertisement. An advertisement for liberty. Oh God, no! It's when he goes off on the Sesame Street thing. I was like, mm-hmm. Hell, we're for advertising. You know what? YouTube be doing. You you be giving out Sesame Street tote bags with the PBS Pledge Week. Except they wouldn't be uh, say Sesame Street on it, would they? They would be. Advertising. Advertising. <laughs> Hell, if you have your way, there'd be, uh, Sesame Street. there would be no Sesame Street, would there? Would there? No, there'd be no Ernie, would there? No, no, there'd be no Bert. Bye-bye, Grover. Bye-bye, Cookie Monster. There'd be no Snuffleupagus to forget the trash and forget the trash can because there ain't no Oscar the Grouch. Not to mention Kermit the damn frog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
good. That was uh, uh, one of my favorite things of all time is him leaving and uh-huh. coming back and just yelling, back not to mention Kermit the damn frog! <laughs> <laughs> I might I have peaked your it. mic. That's it's getting fine. so angry because of Muppets. <laughs> I mean, because of many things. Uh-huh. His brain has melted. <laughs> um, he grabs Lisa's arm and shakes it like it's snuffle up against his trunk. What? I missed that. Damn it. Ooh, that's a lawsuit. That's, that is a lawsuit. <laughs> that's really funny. He, he has lost his damn mind. Uh-huh. Well... They just insulted capitalism, and when Jimmy James, you do not insult capitalism. No, apparently you do not. Any any form of capitalism as we found, you and, can't you can't insult greed, you mm-mm. can't insult money. No. <laughs> I like that this is perfect. There's a perfect juxtaposition of somebody being impassioned about I maybe you're to mention greed, really. Right, right. Maybe he's impassioned about maybe the wrong thing, but at least impassioned. And then you go to Bill, who's pretending to be impassioned about something he really doesn't care no. about. Or understand at, at all. all. Also, just the sheer fact that he They just pays... found out about he's 10 years behind. Mm-hmm. Well, just the fa- fact that he pays Matthew to write an editorial that he was so <laughs> passionate about uh, means that, yeah, six, he doesn't give a crap. He just, he just wants the attention. It's not yeah. rap music. It's, it is 620. Yeah, it was 625. It's crap music. <laughs> And that's the McNeil perspective. Yeah, we find out Matthew wrote it. and Well, uh, it sounds like riveting journalism if you're paying attention to what is just so, of course, mm-hmm. Matthew. Well, anyway. Matthew uh, Matthew wrote it. Well, it's the most idiotic thing Matthew's ever written. Wait, they can't all be the most idiotic thing I've ever written. <laughs> maybe all each, of them? Maybe he says that every, new, time every time. Maybe <laughs> each new one he writes is just dumber than the worst. Uh-huh. I, it's got to be. I mean, that's probably I totally possible. See that. That's why he needs smart juice later on. He's just getting stupider. Matthew, I can't wait till Matthew. I can. It's oh my. Oh. <laughs> or when he goes punk, uh-huh. mayhem. Any oh episode where he just s- a flip switches and he becomes slightly a different Crazy, person. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, it's so so good. Um, Matthew. Uh, so, uh, oh, that's right. So uh, he he's paid uh, again. He's paid Matthew handsomely for it, as we'd established. Six, my friends, Mister Jefferson and Mister Washington, and oh, uh, or no, Mister Washington, Mister Jefferson, and oh, or no, Mister. Fuck me, I can't do the <laughs> Washington Lincoln. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, in Washington <laughs> again. Oh, in Washington again. <laughs> Society's under siege, and Dave just <laughs> doesn't want to bring in the enforcements. Uh, it's all about the almighty dollar. Is uh, the plucky little dime, the omniscient nickel, the ferocious quarter. (laughs) 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 So, so stupid. Oh, God, when he... When he does that at uh, Mr. James, though, Mr. James again gives that just look like, I don't want to fucking deal with you. (laughs) Also, why does Mr. James keep sitting next to Matthew? He does this every time. He gets too close to Matthew and then regrets it. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I'm still next to you? I, I love like, when he gets offended again. Let me jump to the end and work my way backwards. You like Ernie and Bert? What? I, I, I like <laughs> Bert. I mean, well, I don't like Bert. I don't Bert. like, like Bert. <laughs> He's a puppet. Which is like... Which made me realize, I think, I think Matthew might have a strange attraction to And then there's some side-eye looks that he gives while he's... And then I'm like, oh my god. Yep, yep. Matthew's had fantasies about Bert. I mean, if there's going to be either Ernie or Bert, it's going to be Bert. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's probably more cat friendly. Can you imagine if this show, if this show had been made a little more recently, like they would have like gone Community and done a full puppet episode. Like I mean, like they were doing that shit before. Like, I think we've established this. I don't know yeah. when Buffy started, but Buffy's musical episode it definitely post dates any of the weird episodes of News Radio, mm-hmm. right? So News Radio again not... embracing jumping the shark. Sure, but like I mean, that. but making them isolated moments where it's like this doesn't ruin the show. It's just it's yeah. Okay. I wouldn't call it. Jumping the shark. I get, I get what you're saying. Embracing it like, oh, we'll do it because we can. And mm-hmm. It's just for What like, haven't we tried yet? Mm-hmm. What can we get away with? So if they were able to Who keep going. Who knows how long, much longer we'll be doing this. Let's, right. Let's go for they it. They might have done a musical episode. I, I really do. Like, that's why, I don't know, community feels like it's kind of almost in the same. It does feel like kind of continue on that path. Mm-hmm. Like from this, it goes to kind of spaced, which definitely was all references. And then to community, which was like balls to the wall as it were um as it were so uh we finally go to the puppet uh, the puppet <laughs> no <laughs> we're going to the puppet the puppet shoot the photo shoot uh and we found out something uh, during the break about somebody who's in this scene and i'll try and get this person the on the podcast the patriarchy by the puppets end of the it patriarchy that's a really good point jen thank you smash the patriarchy hashtag hashtag that's my new thing is to say hashtag afterwards because i messed it up once so i'm just going to keep saying like 
not all women okay wait nobody says not all women yes all women hashtag so you say hashtag afterwards because i'm an idiot what now oh i just said okay grandpa and then i said we're just kidding oh okay calling people grandpa that's fine (laughs) i screwed it up i said hashtag afterwards news radio pound hashtag hashtag afterwards Mm -hmm. thank you thank you so much alan pound pound uh so we're at the photo shoot uh they're ready to go uh lisa is standing there with her damn arms crossed (laughs) Because she doesn't know how to get a photo taken. Or to relax sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this photographer was pretty good at his job, though, I have to say, mm-hmm. by catching her off guard and getting her those moments that he wanted. Then uh-huh. all the compliments yeah. so that she couldn't stop smiling. Right, and... right. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. She actually goes to the Sneaky. photo, but, uh, but I think we cut back to the office, and that's when uh, when uh, Dave t- tells Jimmy, greed has never been one of your vices. And sorry, what? Greed is good. Money is everything. I love Big Bird. <laughs> and also, I don't understand how saying that mm. would lead to Jimmy James getting pissed off. Like, I know. It just seemed like he was like I casually know. just saying, well, greed has never been one of your vices, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You know? Yeah, apparently a value of his is that greed. Greed is. The... Uh-huh. Greed he's, is good. He's very Gordon like Gecko. Ah, mm-hmm. ah, oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. You sounded oh. like you subbed your toe. Or he's... Hush. Jen just farted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, he, or he just doesn't want to hear greed mentioned because everybody who most people who say it like you know it's, it's mean bad. it as so a derogatory way. Yeah, yeah. He's just he just doesn't want to even like, and then he just gets worked up and he's seeing red. And of he course can't he does. Talking. So. I love it. It's a perfect three part joke. It's good. Feels like he's gonna get. <laughs> greed is good i'm trying sorry hold on we're gonna michael douglas okay that's fine that's fine greed is good nope <laughs> great it great it constipated great is um, you sound like you're doing a george bush impersonation great is good great thousand points of light great is good great is great is good who can do a michael Over. douglas impersonation? he has the most I, I would he's got like a low like that's weird he's got like a very masculine but Mm-hmm. Raspy, higher pitch voice. Just can you do a Kirk Douglas? Just do a Kirk Douglas. Great is good. Great. <laughs> That's all you got to do. I'm no. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Hello, I'm Grandpa Spartacus. Oh, we're doing we're doing Kirk Douglas now. <laughs> yep. What is happening? I don't know. This is broken down. It's too much caffeine in the room. Alan is kind. We don't mention this. Alan's a very kind gentleman. He brings his coffee almost every time we record, and it's a bad idea Let's because I don't. Oh. You oh, never told me this before, Alan. You're wondering why you're vacuuming at the same time you're doing a podcast? I didn't know I was addicted to cocaine. It's good to know. you are dusting every surface in the office right now? It's the <laughs> ultimate caffeine. Uh, speaking of Michael Douglas, isn't that, does he do coke in that movie? I don't know. Does he do coke We're going to talk about the movie Falling Down now. <laughs> um, okay, so back back to the photo studio. <laughs> Jesus. I love Michael Douglas. I, I I do too. I think I think he's good. <laughs> the game. That's a movie. Um, uh, so it's time for the McNeil perspective, and he gives his whole spiel. He reads off the entire essay, and then apparently Chuck D is friends with uh, Jimmy James because he owns the record label that some rap is on, and he knows some rap people. Does Bill have more than two opinion shows? Yeah. He, he has two segments or there's shows. It's the real deal. And yep. McNeil pers- it's just those two? Uh-huh. No, the real deal, I don't know exactly what it is. But, but I do know that the McNeil perspective is It's basically the same thing. Let me give it to you straight. Like, Well, when we go on later right? on, when he tells people to listen to their hearts and that ends up going poorly, I think that might be the McNeil perspective. We'll have to find out and find okay. out if there is any discernible difference between the two TV shows. Just... Two shows. TV. Yes, it's so important that he has two different opinion shows of his own opinion. Probably. He probably has at least eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume. Okay. Chuck uh, D, welcome to the Terror uh, Dome. Uh, I do love that Mr. James outside uh, was worried that Bill was going to possibly out-debate Chuck D. And uh-huh. Dave <laughs> had to. Also, even if but, he didn't have that celebrity crush thing that he has, I uh-huh. don't think he could out-debate someone without just yelling. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, he gets, he's too arrogant to like not get worked up into a tizzy and then just become foolish. Like mm-hmm. he, he trips over himself all the time when he gets worked up because mm-hmm. he's just... 
Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we we we've seen this with uh, somewhat with Seinfeld, and then with with James Caan, where Dave had to bring up. You know, I think you underestimate the tenacity of Bill's personal beliefs, and what he believes above anything else is the importance of sucking up to famous people. It's absolutely true. That's his absolute favorite thing. <laughs> and he calls himself Biznil McNeil. He says they tick tock so and they don't stop. I thought we were here for a debate. A debate? How utterly that whack that would be, yo. <laughs> like, he can't even... S- he knows the right words, yo. but he, he doesn't Phil understand Hartman inflection. looks like he's about to break because that was just so stupid to say. Right, right, right. He like, you does. never see that? Mm-hmm. At all? And then becomes... And but I think, he's just like, wow. <laughs> I think they talk about this in the, the, uh, the um, commentary about how kind of weird this scene is because yeah. it is like kind of a legit debate and it's like okay news radio is trying to make a point and it's very weird for the show to do that it's just awkward <laughs> it's an awkward moment you've got chuck d who's not an actor who's a performer but not an actor just kind of like He'd yeah but aren't you trying to do this and this and this he was like just, he was just being like a a guy talking about something he actually knows about him. i know it's just a weird moment on this show but i respect the fact that they didn't like Give him some sort of amped up persona, like I, sure, like that they could have done mm-hmm. back then, like especially more so than now. Like just sure, he was just sitting there, like showing up for a debate, like no no extra stuff for no reason. Sure. So I don't know. I I honestly I didn't I didn't find it weird. I think if they actually try to debate it may have came off weird but okay okay so just because <laughs> well, i haven't made my point yet for you to see it Jeez, no but geez. i get i uh, no no what, I what get i'm where saying you're is going. yeah no no just because yeah uh like even chuck d in this uh, when he was like oh yeah i thought i thought this was going to be a debate like i well, where else where else does he go he's not getting the argument that he was expecting sure so he's like okay mm-hmm and of course, he got the the look of disappointment when he finds out Bill saying something he doesn't believe. He mm-hmm. just did it because Matthew wrote this thing, and you know, mm-hmm. painting what we like to call a word picture. <laughs> and then he he relates. Get... He makes a good he makes a good argument. The argument is good. The argument is solid. I understand. It's just I think it's because it's there's almost no jokes because I guess there really can't be at that point. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, it is a little bit. Uh, the rhythm is totally different for that. I think that's that all scene, I mean. Because there's a certain rhythm they have for a lot of news radio, and it's it's a little different as as well. They different structure of a scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can't read my notes there. That's cool. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> They're horrible. Can you read any of this shit? No. No. Well, pro- I probably <laughs> it's chicken scratch. It's fine. Great. It's fine. But then we, uh, so uh, one way or another, Chuck D wins the day, I guess, I yes. suppose. And, then, and we... then Bill takes a selfie before yes, cell phones, everyone. Right. Oh, my God. Takes a... Actually, it looked like one of those. Disposable? It was a disposable, disposable. camera. Mm-hmm. What? He probably just has a ton of disposable cameras. I don't probably. think he actually, yeah. And just, yeah, takes it with his own hand and smiles in front of Chuck D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like all three of them. Wait, that phone, that was a real camera. I wonder if that exists somewhere. I bet that picture does exist Fuck. somewhere. Get a hold of it, Jason. I'll ask some people. I'll There's ask There's probably around. like a whole roll of them if they did more than one take. No. Damn it. Now that's that's going to be my life's mission now. That's fine. That's Just a weird life's that mission picture. to have. I mean, they yeah. might not have done a ton of takes. Like, mm-hmm. Well, Phil also, you, great. he took the picture, but you couldn't really see what he took. So it might, might not, be nothing. Phil Hartman might not be over shot. people's heads. Mm-hmm. That's it's fine. probably just the top part Somebody's of the booth, mouth. and that's all you're going to get. And then we go back to the photo shoot, finally. And Lisa shows up. And then the ladies show solidarity. Beth and Catherine are there. Uh-huh. And uh, which again, I'm gonna. I know. I know <laughs> uh-huh. they don't care because it's skin. But mm-hmm. Catherine makes sense that she's there because yes. she's also a reporter. Mm-hmm. Beth is not a reporter. No. Mm-mm. They just want cute ladies. Mm-hmm. And it works. Well, then why didn't Dave dress up as a lady? That's also true. That's also very true. Uh, Lisa wear, is wearing a Dr. Seuss hat, which was apparently her idea. <laughs> Fucking, oh. that's that's how you know this is 1996, oh seven, uh, because it's a Dr. Seuss hat for the 90s. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they dress up as the Andrews sisters, and then at some point, <gasps> Catherine and Beth are just in leather, uh, and that's when Lisa leaves. That's when Lisa leaves, understandably, because uh, it she gets. She started it. She did too. start it. It was her idea. That's unfortunate. And also. Then, 
when you wear tight leather, I immediately think the cute category has just gone out the window. Gone out the window, it's, absolutely. It's not, right. You're like, that's, oh, that's a different magazine. There. That right. is a different magazine. That's the sexy category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Pretty and easy. Uh, and then the, this is one of those rare ones that ends with a kind of a blooper moment because <laughs> oh. Matthew's in the booth and knocks over all the carts. All the, yeah. Chuck D just loses it. <laughs> Understandably, because how would you not? Because I also like that the show's not big enough that, like, Chuck D is, like, he's, like, this is just some actor who's being an idiot next to me. So mm-hmm. it's not like, he's probably not a fan. He is no, I guarantee you he has no idea who Andy Dick is. And he's just, like, just losing it. Because he also <laughs> almost seems like Andy Dick did it on accident because he's that good. But but it, from what we've heard from writers, uh-huh. like, Andy would sometimes try certain things sure. that he really wanted to be able to keep in. So mm-hmm. it could have been one of those things mm-hmm. like that he tried well, on bet, purpose to see if it would work. I true. bet if uh, Chuck D didn't break, they probably would have used that take. Uh, of course. It's pretty funny. Just knocking over. The it's tapes re- it's and... really good. It's really funny. Um, oh, you know what? There's a lot of bill in this episode. I mean, even if there isn't a bill in this, stuff I in wonder this episode, what time it is. I think it's time for the real deal with Bill McNeil. With Jen on the ether. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so Bill's man, he. <sighs> this has been the, the real <laughs> deal with Bill McNeil. <laughs> Um, Bill's so out of touch with things. Mm-hmm. Is it, he's just up his own, like, butt, ass. Just he, anal cavity, rectum. T- ten years of rap music. Mm-hmm. Well, at least sure. He doesn't. He's never heard it before. Right. At at all. He's probably heard it for a while. I just couldn't hear the words. Mm-hmm. It's, does he mm-hmm. not watch television or movies or? Wow. Mm-hmm. He probably is one of those guys who says, I don't own a TV, but that's because he doesn't know how to hook it up. <laughs> also, any, uh, I feel like all the albums he had as a kid, he got his mother got them for him, and then she would smash it and, mm-hmm. then, and then give it to him. So yeah, that's quite possible. Put it back together, and then you yeah. can listen to it. What does Bill do when he's not at work? Like, <laughs> I know. I can only Sometimes the man drinking? needs to drink alone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a drinking man... Yeah. Uh huh. Is this gonna be Jen so, Ponder's bill? <laughs> no, it's just it's kind. Of, it's, I mean, Bill's, <laughs> Bill's upsetting in many ways, yeah. but like, how? Mm-hmm. And and then also, how are you that inept with with a stereo? If you've bought all that car, like, mm-hmm. well, or it's his, or it's the one that Jimmy gave him, but yeah, <sighs> and left the treble down. Couldn't has, doesn't he have any? He like, bought a stereo for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's true. But th- does couldn't he just gone like a local mechanic or someone that he knows just be like, hey, could you just tell me what, what's going on with the stereo? And then they could have done something about How it. How many but, people outside of work does Bill know? That's also true. He might only know Joe. He probably would have brought. He could have brought it back to the dealership. I'm just true. Saying. Yeah. And Bill gets paranoid sometimes. I don't know if he'd trust a mechanic. I think maybe Joe does all of his stuff. Yeah, maybe. I think I feel like Bill's got some social anxiety too. Uh, those people aren't at work. He mm-hmm. lords over them, but I don't know. Um, but uh, so he's of course like just incensed once he hears actual lyrics of people, you know, expressing what they see around him in rap, and and then um, but but he's like you know obviously very hypocritical about it. He doesn't. Um, he's mostly offended by like the sexual nature of all of it, and mm-hmm. then and then he's like real familiar with classifieds in the back of porn mags. Sure. And um, yeah. So, uh, but that's what he focuses on is like the the overt sexuality in rap music, and then yeah, instant hypocrisy. And he still does it. He still leans into it enough to be like, no, I'm doing this as a segment, and he's like. I'll... Do you think he does I gotta, it? I got. Oh. Hmm. 
I was going to ask about a theory, but do you want to? No, yeah. I also have no, a theory. Okay, okay. Do you think, do you this think cru- take turns, boys? <laughs> do you think his crusade is because he feels stupid for not understanding yes. it? Yes. He just does it, yes. and then he's like, "No, I hate this." He's I hate like, this. "No, I am cutting edge." Yes. Right. Absolutely. He feels okay. so stupid. Also, he feels stupid that he can't even like turn a knob up on his stereo to understand what the rap music is mm-hmm. like in the first place. Yeah, so he must feel. Uh, yeah, that was my theory. Just, like, does just he a feel lot of feeling dumb. stupid and then way overcompensating mm-hmm. for it, which is a pattern with some people. So Bill is got that pattern real hard all the time. Like we've mm-hmm. seen it in many different ways in his yeah. life. Every time he feels stupid, he just leans real hard into what he's doing. What was your theory? I would like to pose this question because he. Obviously knows about the classified ads in the back of porno magazines mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he's like offended by this language as in the rap music. Do you think he has written poetry or something very similar to the tone of this rap music that when he saw the lyrics, he was like, crap, somebody took my idea. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. <laughs> I am thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yeah. I want to know what his artistic life is outside of, outside <laughs> of work, That's what too. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't, you don't know, know if he would take the time to, to to look at the liner notes necessarily, though. Right. What is what he's saying? Maybe he wrote his own. Maybe he wrote his own poetry. Okay. And, and, then, and, then, and then now he's upset that other people have the same idea. Maybe oh, Bill okay. McNeil, in his okay. own world, invented rap for himself. Yeah. 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 It's another yeah, thing. Yeah. Still just, any Anytime Bill's embarrassed, he just digs his claws into other people for it. Yeah. So that's definitely a lot of what's happening. And um but he he still knows he doesn't know enough about about rap music to even write a piece of his own about it. Yeah. So he pays Matthew and he pays him nothing mm-hmm. for something arguably took Matthew way longer than uh, uh Joe turning a knob mm-hmm. for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Six twenty five back then was like Nine thirty-two now. <laughs> no. So oh, okay. I would right. say he didn't get paid nothing. That's an yet. estimate, right? Yes. <laughs> Off the top of your head, <laughs> you're actually like gonna check it out, aren't you? I am. J- Jason is mathematically seeing what inflation has been oh, since, since the time of the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. So he's uh yeah he and he's never above making somebody do something for him that he isn't you know comfortable with. Um, so that's happening, and so there's a lot of self-loathing and self-importance, but but only to mask the true embarrassment and self-loathing that he's going through, and he's just he's, it's like this big snowballing cycle in this in this <laughs> really 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 hard. Yeah, and then that's all trumped by ooh famous person. Right, right. I didn't know. Just I didn't know entirely. just how big you were. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I love you, baby. I'm sorry, sir, but you're gonna have to change your name. Someone else in your industry already has it. Oh my God. What? Do you have an app that has a calculator? There's a show? website that does it. Yeah. So what did you estimate? I said nine twenty six twenty five is nine thirty two. It is nine sixty nine. Oh my Whoa. God! I wasn't oh, good. I wasn't bad. No, Whoa. you're only thirty seven cents wow. up. That's pretty good. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's I didn't know there was a government website. It's a little more accurate than the other oh. one I've been using. So. Oh. There you are, folks. Look it up. CPI inflation calculator. Exciting. Oh, that's real exciting. I, every time they bring well, up... Clearly, Los Angeles rent is way, way beyond that. But um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Overcompensation. Yeah. Obsession <laughs> with obsession with uh, obsession. celebrity. Obsession. Yes. Obsession. Yes. But his obsession with himself and avoiding embarrassment gets trumped by, by being excited that there's like a powerful person of course near him it makes and him feel important he wants that to rub off on him and and just be a part of it of and, course oh man so yes that is uh, it's interesting to see the hierarchy of needs that bill has yeah it's a little different than some other people <laughs> so <laughs> and that's what i got this has been The Real Deal with Bill McNeil. Uh, where did I put my notes? I wanted to find uh, out. All right, Jen, do you have a favorite moment? Yes, it is definitely uh, when when um, Jimmy's uh, just having a meltdown and using puppets as examples and screaming their names at the top of his lungs. It's <laughs> It's... It's beautiful, and I like your rendition of it, Alan. Thank it was good. It was that. good. That was Whoa. refreshing. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
Alan, do you have a favorite moment? Or you want me to do mine? I'll do yours first. Cause cool. The line I got. Mine, moment. I think we all know what it is. It's when Cab 8850 shows up for the first <laughs> time in this episode. It's always, it's really always in my heart my favorite. No. Um, geez. That's actually really rough. There's some really good, like, because I feel like Jimmy's moments are the best moments in this yeah. whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but I do like, I do like the whole exchange in the ladies' bathroom with Lisa and Catherine. I do find that pretty funny. Yeah, actually, the moment where Lisa says, "No, not not turning, like turning, turn, not turning on, turning on like that." That was <laughs> a, that's, that's just an awkward just, moment. Yeah, that's when they. She clearly had to ask, "How do you want sure. me to be this sassy black lady?" Because then she gets to go, mm-hmm. which is, I, it's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> favorite line. She's got such great timing when she does it, though. Like, I'm sorry. What's your I favorite get... moment, Alan? I apologize. You were no, you that were was just... mine. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it was we're basically the, the, the same turning part. On, okay. turn, yeah. What's your favorite line? Um, then? my favorite line is "Greed is good, money is everything." I love Big Bird. That's <laughs> <laughs> very stupid. How about you, Alan? Well, mine because I've I've actually tried to do this, but uh, mm-hmm. building a rant to something that goes to nothing. But just part of Jimmy's line when he walks back in the door and he just yells, "Not." Should Kermit the damn frog! Oh, <laughs> Made the kitty run. Poor cat. <laughs> Daisy, it's okay. My favorite line is rap, rap, rapidy tap. That's pretty Of easy. course. <laughs> Not to mention Kermit the damn frog. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. Sorry, Daisy. Um, I also wanted to point out one thing. Um, on Bill's, uh, the board in front of him at his um, broadcasting desk uh, in the booth, um, there's cigar bands all over it. Like a collection of different cigar bands. All pasted onto it? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it's partially because he's allowed to smoke in there, I guess. Right, right, right. Uh, I wonder if those were Phil Hartman's. If he, I mean, he did smoke cigars a lot, so I wonder if he posted. Yeah, there's a variety of them. They weren't, like, all the same kind at all. Right, right. There were many different kinds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carefully, evenly spaced. Mm Mm-hmm. um, In good shape, it looked like. Yeah, I want to find out if that's set deck or if he did that himself. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to ask somebody if we get them on the show. Kind of cool to see a little, just a little extra detail mm-hmm. every once in a while. Well, Jen, this week, we didn't ask you last episode, but two things to promote. Give us two things you want to promote. Um, well, uh, you know, uh, be calm with people. Mm-hmm. Um, the holidays are coming up. Just take a deep breath and try and be nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, just please call your Congress people if 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 uh, if if there's some stuff that you're concerned about, just just call them. It's it takes honestly. You're gonna talk to one of their um, uh, interns or or what have you, and um, they're usually really like I I've, I haven't had any bad experiences. I've heard from most people like. Everybody's really nice. They'll hear you out and they'll record it, your concerns, and pass them on. Mm-hmm. You can email them too, but sometimes those calls uh, get the the opinion gets logged faster mm-hmm. before a vote on I certain see. things. So, just you know what it's it's gonna be like a minute or two of your life. If it makes you nervous, you're not the only one. But honestly, once you do it once, not that bad. It's true. Alan, what do you have to promote? Where can people find you? Well, go to me at Twitter, at Alan, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. You can also find me on my website at www.allen, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. I am also on Instagram at Alan, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. There's also Facebook, Alan, A L L E N R U E C K E R T. And uh, yeah, go ahead, follow, send message if you want, uh-huh. send pics, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, send me a happy tweet, all mm-hmm. angry tweets, please send at J Clum. I'm going to change my name, change my <laughs> handle on Twitter. Anyway, Jason, what do yeah. you want to promote? Uh, oh, and also me. there's yes. a drinking game, yes. Scrooge, December 1st. Uh huh. Yeah, I said second last episode, disregard. Boo. Boo. It's a Friday. 
those shows are always better for us anyway yeah. okay. otherwise the whole Saturday's building up to a show right and there'll be more information on that if you look at Alan A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T on the Facebook mm-hmm. or Alan A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T mm-hmm. on the Twitter on Twitter I'm Matt J. Klom <laughs> go to jasonklom.com J-A-S-O-N-K-L-A-M-M uh, yeah come see a drinking game Go to uh, StolenDress.com. That's where all my stuff is, including Celery Sound Records, which is my little uh, comedy record label. Check it out. Buy some records. Those are good. And yes, please do follow Jason on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his followers is at Alan, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that, Alan. I really appreciate that. And one more thing to say. And that is, catch, catch you later, B-Cakes. <laughs> Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gives his a I'm Alan Rickards. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> blew the mic out. Well, because he was all the way back here. And oh, I, I can stay back here. Should I no, stay back here? No, I You're adjusted it for you earlier. I just didn't adjust it for that. Gaziza. 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 Kind of works. Maybe if you pull back when you say Gaziza and the that. rest of it. I'll do that. I'll do that.